Good day and good evening to you, worthy travellers. Uh, it's time for another episode of Knights of Evening Star with my standard, really professional introductions that I always do. Uh, I am your dungeon master, Mark Sherlock Humes, and joining me are these handsome, wonderful, kind people. Uh, uh, we have the ever-lovely Mika Burton, uh, Anna Prosser, Nate Sharp, and Shetty Penguin. Oh, welcome, friends. Welcome. Um, how have you all been? Have you all been well? Well, you know, on the West Coast of the United States, we are still in a state of apocalypse. But yep. other than that, that yeah, true. great. I yeah, choked I on planet fire. That, that is all. It's just fire and bad over there. I keep uh -huh. forgetting. Yeah. So. Portland currently has the worst air quality in the entire world. Mm -hmm. So we're winning. <laughs> Los Angeles is creeping right behind you. Uh, as your winning. Better watch out. As your friendly local asthmatic, I'm in hell. So, oh, no. number one. Number number one. one. Well, you know, we can escape it for a brief moment today as we indulge in fancy realms and D and D with my uh, wildfire druid. Your wildfire <laughs> Please druid. Please don't set anything on fire. Escape wildfire but, druid. Is my fault? Did I do this? Is it yes. No, you did not. Do you this. set the bridge on fire, which set true, the west actually. coast on fire. Maybe you did do this. Um, I'm sorry. But do you know? I will say this. Do you know where it is not on fire and it's not raging hot? That would be Icewind Dale, which is going to be a big part of D&D &D celebration this weekend, uh, starting tomorrow. No, Friday. Uh, I keep thinking it's a different day because uh, technically it is for me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> celebration, D&D &D celebration. Uh, we will be doing a little one shot on Sunday at 4 p.m. PT. Um, so Knights of Evening Star crew, we will be doing a little pre-recorded one shot uh, for, as part of D&D &D Celebration um, here on the twitch.tv forward slash uh, twitch.tv forward slash D&D &D channel. Uh, and yeah, is it canon? Who knows? I haven't decided yet. I'll decide by Sunday. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we're going to be uh, checking out um, some locations in Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frost Maiden, which is the brand new module and adventure that's out now. Go and check it out. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, pun. Um, and that's it. <laughs> so like shady was like a proper like sympathy like yeah that, that was, was a that fun was, I, I so i genuinely left and then i was gonna unmute and go boo but i actually left so i'm not, <laughs> not gonna do that <laughs> uh, and this is why i love you shady uh you laugh at my terrible jokes um but that's it that's all the only thing i was going to mention is don't forget to come and check out dnd celebration this weekend and we will be there uh i'm i'm dming twice on that day because there's also a high rollers game at 8 a.m so i'm going straight from that and then we'll have the uh knights of evening star game in the evening as well with that shall i recap you on what happened last week for dear yes, friends please. and we shall play some dungeons dragons nate is got a lot of thinking to do while i do this recap because we're going to be jumping straight in with marcel and also yeah he he gave me some things to work with this week. So oh. uh, we'll see how it all goes. Oh. Um, so last time on Knights of Evening Star, a formal ball is on the horizon. The Duchess of Arabelle intends to celebrate the party's successes with a tournament and dances in their honor. Whilst waiting for the festivities, the party have gained new allies and made preparations for the upcoming uh, events with dancing lessons and their very own Evening Star mini tournament. Uh, at the end of the night, however, Marcel and Blade Captain Elissa face off with Elissa's frustrations at Marcel's lack of respect, empowering two very heavy strikes before Marcel can make his counterattack. Uh, and that... My dear friends and listeners, is where we are beginning today, in the middle of combat, 
with Marcel and Alyssa going at it in the middle of Starwatch Keep. Uh, overhead, the sun has now set and the night is beginning. The stars twinkle from above. There is the soft scent of grass and summer flowers drifting over the keep. Braziers lit with flames and hot coals spread warmth through the evening and the cheering calling crowd surrounds a large circular perimeter and at the very center uh, blade captain Alyssa, large hot athletic half-orc woman in full plate armor with a great sword charges towards marcel and lands two deadly blows and we begin on marcel's initiative so marcel what would you like to do Alyssa is up in your face uh, mm-hmm. having just hit you quite hard is assessing the consequences of my actions a free action? It is indeed, yes. Okay. You may assess away. I am going to complicate the decisions that brought me to where I am. Okay. And then I'm going to, um, I guess, firebolt. Okay, remember she's up in your face, so you would be at disadvantage if you try and uh, ranged attack against her. And I can't, I can't put space without provoking opportunity, opportunity, right? Attack, yeah. You could, well, you could, yeah, you could dash away, but she'd get a free swipe. But then you'd be able to still attack. You could spend an action to disengage and then move away, but she'll probably just come chasing down after you. Um. Okay. I guess I'll go for the disadvantage firebolt. Sure. Here we go. Okay. The first one is twenty-four. That will hit. Oh, identical rolls. 24. Whoa, that's a good one, so I think. Yeah, so you, um, so you cast uh, Firebolt once. Yep. So that's going to be 2d10. Oh, oh that's right, because disadvantage. There's no rolls. reason for the animation to be this long. <laughs> there we go. So 13 fire damage, and then 13. with the war magic, I'm going to take me a swing with with my sword yeah so you see as you kind of bring she isn't expecting the fireball as she kind of like um swings past you it gives you a brief moment to throw your hand up and this gout of flame kind of erupts um kind of sending her sprawling back and sort of momentarily distracts you whilst you bring the blade in yeah and that's gonna be a uh 16 to hit 16 is not enough. She brings the great... In fact, actually, this one, she has her, like, hands up where you've firebolted her, but your blade just rips across her plate armor and doesn't quite manage to render through or knock her off balance or anything like that. Um, she does kind of, like, take a moment, stumbles back, um, kind of looks like... Mm. And she sort of, like, looks around for a moment and then, your magic's not going to work against me, minister. And then she comes again with the twin strikes from her greatsword. Uh, the first one is going to be a 23 to hit. Um, the second one, however, is only a 7 to hit. So the second one you manage to parry away as the sparks fly. But the first one kind of takes you in the chest uh, for 9 plus 3. That's 12 more points of slashing damage as she kind of brings it into your chest. Um, you can tell she's not purposely... She's actually pulling her blows, like as in she won't, she'll, won't knock you like... Um, Put you to zero hit points she's going to try and knock you out basically so she kind of throws the flat of the blade against your armor kind of mm. okay well that's fun i guess 
Um, all right, I'm I'm just I'm gonna go for for two two sword swings this time. Okay, sure. I'm actually using the shadow blade that I had conjured before. Ah, okay. Next time uh, you take damage, don't forget you need to make a concentration check to see if you can get oh, shadow blade. Oh, okay. That's fine. We'll do it for the next one. Sweet. So first attack is a. That's a nope. <laughs> Second attack is a. So okay. Black so blade. Wipes past. 23. That will hit, yes. Sick. Let's roll. This is some big damage. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, nine. Nine points. Yep. So when this blade strikes, because this deals, does it deal psychic damage, the Shadow Blade, if I remember? It is. Yeah, I believe so. So as it kind of the blade passes through Elissa's armor, um, it just kind of phases through. But as it hits her, you see she like her face twists, her little hus tusks kind of like grit in her teeth as she's just like, ah, and you can see like a little bit of blood sort of trickles out of her nose as this psychic energy washes over her face. Um, the crowd kind of, as Marcel seems to get this, you know, turnaround blow kind of roars uh, as, as the battle rages on what is everybody else just to check in as we see kind of like a cinematic shot of uh, the other three watching the battle what's uh, people's expressions what are, what are you guys focused on what's, what are you doing uh, I think that I would Tarko would just be kind of just narrow eyed just watching but he has a couple of the kids from the Stillwing tournament like hiding behind his cape and like peering out yeah. and <laughs> peering out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume they've taken a liking to me, so I figure that out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, like one of them, um, a couple of them, a young girl and a young boy, definitely are hiding through the more sort of gory bits. But a couple of the older ones are like properly like, whoa, yeah, as every time like a big blow comes in. Uh, what about Agnes? Agnes is more watching the people than the fight. So she's mm -hmm. watching like how the audience is reacting and like mm -hmm. asking herself whether this is inspiring good morale or perhaps like it was okay. it's scaring the people. Like she's trying to get a gauge on whether the people like this or not. Sure. Do you want to make an insight check for me? See yeah. like what kind of um, vibe Agnes is picking up from the people around? Ooh, I think my perceptive trait helps with that. You said perception or insight? Uh, insight. Insight. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, only 11. Yeah, this is about reading people, not necessarily spotting things. Um, you the, the vibe that you generally get, um, it's kind of hard to tell. It's such a big crowd. It's kind of hard to get a real v feed on what everybody is. The one thing you notice is people are definitely cheering for Alyssa. Um, you can see that because she's wearing like the tabard of the purple dragon knights, she's Cormirian. Even though she kind of represents the nobility and the army, people still are really rallying behind her, especially as Marcel seems to be using magic and she's just fighting with brute strength. The people here are like, yeah, come on, Blade Captain, come on, you could do it. Like they're kind of like cheering for that sort of, um, you know, they see her as their champion kind of thing. Um, whether they see Marcel as maybe, you know, too noble or too much of an outsider, uh, but they're generally kind of vying for Elissa. Uh, what about Zara? How's Zara kind of feeling about all this? What's she focused on? Um, I'd probably be still refing just because I know these two have a little bit of history. You know, it's mm -hmm. not quite a completely impersonal fight. So I think that the water spirit would still be there kind of patrolling to make sure that, I mean, I could, could see that Alyssa was pulling punches, but Marcel's bringing mm -hmm. out magic and stuff. Don't know if it's going to get like serious, if anything needs to be <laughs> broken up. 
Um, so really just kind of intently watching the fight, making sure that nothing needs to happen. Sure. Okay. Um, so as Marcel strikes this uh, blade, you kind of see the shot of all of you and then the action spins back down onto the fight. Um, Elissa kind of stumbles back for a moment, but then quickly kind of just shakes her head and recovers, narrows her eyes and then lowers the greatsword into a more sort of defensive stance. Um, and she she slowly just kind of takes a moment. She's actually going to take the dodge action as she kind of weighs up uh, Marcel's attack pattern. Um and she watches over you. Uh, I think that she... Would she say anything? No, I think she would just kind of watch what you do next, Marcel. Um, but yeah, she's going to take the dodge action. So any attacks against her have disadvantage this turn. Okay. Then... In that case, I'm going to... I'm going to cast Burning Hands, so that is a deck save of 15. Yeah, this is the one thing that uh, dodge action will not help with. Uh, so you kind of throw your hand forward and this gout of flame erupts. Yeah, it's a fail. Uh, All right. Being clad in the heavy armor, the flames just engulf Elissa. Um, All right, and that is a total of uh, 10 fire damage. And then... That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not a cantrip, right? So you can't do your war magic uh, extra right. attack. Um, so yeah, the flames engulf Alyssa, and you can see she throws the big wide greatsword blade up in front of her face, but doesn't have any time to dodge. Um, parts of her long black hair are caught in the fire, and you can see singed and burnt, the kind of smell of uh, slightly, you know, burnt flesh. Uh, wafts through her hands that are on display have got like slight burns on them um, and she just grits her teeth <clears throat> we're not called the dragon lights for nothing Marcel a little bit of fire is not going to stop me from putting you on the ground and then she <sighs> comes back in for an extra two swipes that would be a natural 20 I'm afraid <laughs> the badass line oh, no. uh, out comes the natural 20 um, so this is going to be not the worst damage on the dice. So 12, uh, 17, 20 points of damage. Um, how's Marcel looking hit points-wise? Um, uh, you know, Matt, like a two. Okay, so she hits you with this strike, and it is, um, she aims with the flat of the blade. She spins it in one direction. You think she's going to go that, and then very quickly she pirouettes her body like a dancer, um, and she spins it around the other way and cracks you in the side of the head with the blade. Uh, and then she stops and holds it up against you. Yield. I'm not going to give you another chance. You're clearly done. End this now. Give up. She's just holding the blade there. She's not going to take a second attack. Yeah, Marcel's like on a knee, like looking through blood, like trying yeah. to even like get visuals on what's even happening. And he just kind of flips the sword hilt up and just plants it in the ground. Okay. Yeah, she kind of takes it away. The crowd sort of like cheers and everything else. Um, she doesn't gloat. Uh, Alyssa just kind of like nods her head. She kind of almost for a moment, she's just like, hmm, I wasn't expecting you to actually, I thought you'd try and pull something, try and get the upper hand. And then she will offer a hand to pull you up. I'll, I help myself up. Just kind of she smack kind of, it away. Okay. She kind of, there's almost a moment where, there's almost an, an, a glance of respect when you do that. She's like, mm, okay. <laughs> and, and as you kind of stand up, 
she just sort of nods her head and just says, <clears throat> well, I think that I've said everything I need to. Glad you got it out of your system then. I'm just going to go like straight toward whatever like dressing room or whatever <laughs> there was. Yeah. I mean, you've got your room. <laughs> this is in the keep, right? You could just head oh, straight right, right, up right. into the Bailey keep and just go to your go to your room, basically, if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to my room. Marco <laughs> uh, starts she... uh, paying out everyone, by the way, because he uh, owes oh, some, co- some copper to some folks. You did, yeah, yeah. They gladly come and collect their winnings. They're like, "Oh, thank you, my lord." Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised you get bet against the blade captain. Uh, she's trained by the Cormorian knights. Always going to win. Um, things like that. So there's kind of a kind of not gloating or mocking, but you know, people are like, "No, you should have trusted the blade captain," kind of thing. Um, and they'll come and collect their pennies. Uh, quite gladly um Alyssa kind of watches talk uh watches marcel go um she touches like her face where she's still got some of these burns from the flame kind of winces and begins hobbling uh away herself she actually is kind of like not limping heavily but you can definitely see that this fight's not some of the wind out of her and she's kind of making her way towards the barracks um and yeah uh, with that, though, the evening, whilst there are many people still celebrating, the Tresim fly by, uh, hoping for any last scraps of remnant pies and foods and uh, baked goods that they can get, the One-Eyed King leading what appears to be some sort of scavenger pack uh, to descend upon any remaining food stores. Uh, but most people begin heading back to their homes with the final spectacle being the culmination of their evening's entertainment. Um, as you go back to the keep, uh, Marcel uh, just sat on a barrel is Sebastian, the visitor from the Duchess, who uh, just sort of like, jolly good show, my good man. Well fought, well fought. Walk past him without stopping. Just shut up. Oh, very well. <laughs> he just is like, mm, fair enough. Uh, uh, and just lets you go. Uh, but yeah, what about everyone else? What, what are your plans now that the uh, kind of main event is... Uh, finished agnes will like try to be the last one there like seeing everybody off like oh hope you enjoyed the day please uh oh my lady it travel was fantastic. safely oh yes thank you thank you my lady it's been wonderful and yeah she points definitely... out the the royal air force to a few of the kids <laughs> yeah the fucking tress him yeah. flying around um yeah for sure like the kids i mean the kids like tress him here on a spectacle everybody's used to tress him i think the one thing that people aren't used to is seeing them all coordinated so there is kind of like raised eyebrows and they're just like oh it must be it must be lady crown silver's magic she's she controls animals that's what it is mm. um there's a lot of sort of like people like i hear that she can control all the Tressim in the world. She's the <laughs> Tressim speaker. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sort of like false rumors start circulating that, you know, all the Tressim uh, because of you and stuff like that. She doesn't uh, perpetuate any of those rumors, but she really does not stop anyone from calling <laughs> calling her the Tressim whisperer. Yeah. She's totally sure, fine okay. with that. Yeah. And I think the, uh, the one-eyed king would probably kind of look over to you and you can swear that he kind of nods his approval in your direction and then flies off again. A curtsy uh, to him. uh yeah what about azara and uh tackle uh i think azara would have taken like i don't know what the olden times equivalent of a like a travel mug would be but like a travel mug of tea to the barracks and to everybody who fought to just like kind of like a like a healing tea to everybody that fought and especially a nice one for uh, Alyssa. she wouldn't make Mm -hmm. a big deal out of it but brought a special (laughs) mug for her 
Yeah, I think uh, when you stop by, so a lot of the soldiers are still patrolling their on guard duty, but you can definitely hear kind of like a ruckus coming from inside. There's a lot of drunken singing of like, Captain Alyssa, she is the best. She's going <laughs> to kick their ass, all of the rest. There's like a kind of this, and then you just hear like, please shut up, go to sleep, <laughs> all of you. Uh, and then you hear like a door close. And um, when you step inside, um, Elissa has like a very small subsection's quarters in the barracks, like mm -hmm. for the officer. Um, and the all of the soldiers kind of drunkenly snap to attention, like, "Oh, Magister, sorry, we were just playing some cards." Uh, the captain, oh, is that what you got some beer? <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, drink," and they think it's alcohol. Oh, we're like, "No, it is, it is. It's some tea. You all are bruised. You've been fighting. I, I hope." This will stave off any hangover. And she like passes out a few travel cups and a, like <laughs> yeah, plunks a big mug down. Take it, yeah. And they're just like, oh, thank you. Is it, is it magic tea? No, it's just tea. It's tasty. Oh, they sound Sorry. Sad. <laughs> they sound disappointed. I'll uh, um, use like minor illusion to like put sparkles over the mug. And like, now it's magic tea. <laughs> magic tea. Magic. They, like, these are like proper football hooligans where they're just like any, any excuse to like start chanting something, they take it. Oh my uh, God. And, yeah. And they just continue their game. Uh, one of them probably drunkenly tries to invite you to play cards. Um, but you do see Ellis's door kind of open and she kind of like is looking outside and she's like, uh, Magister, can I help you with something? Is there something wrong? Oh no, no, nothing's wrong, and I'll I'll bring out the tea. It's just uh oh, just I... a second, and then she shuts the door, and then she opens it again with like a jacket on, and you can see she's probably been like sorting out her wounds and things like that, um, because she's got like bandages wrapped around the burns, so oh. she's probably been bandaging her her wounds. Um, well, I think Zara would like stand really awkwardly like outside the door, like not wanting to invite herself in. She'd be like, I just, I just, uh, I saw that. The fight was really hard today, and I, I brought tea for your the rest of your soldiers. And I thought, oh, since you enjoyed uh, tea the other night, and just she'll just hold it out. You, you should you should come in. They're going to be very noisy, and uh, they're just going to be very loud. And and you can mm -hmm. see all of them are like, "What's going? What's going on, Captain?" She's like, "Shut up, go back to your game." <laughs> And then she, yeah, she invites you in. Uh, it's a very kind of sparse room, just a bed, a trunk, a training dummy, and an armor stand. Um, there's a few books on the bookshelf um, that seem to be sort of like stacked up next to a little flower vase. Um, but that's it. That's the whole room. Uh, she kind of nods and says, oh, thank you for the, the tea. Um, do you don't think that I was perhaps a little too hard on Minister Marcel? I, I don't want anybody to doubt his position. I just wanted him to not disrespect me or the knights anymore uh azar will like laugh a little bit no no he marcel will spring back in an instant and go back to being his snarky quiet self i think it was actually a good morale boost for the town to see their blade captain uh take down this shadowy figure and it was all in fun all all in good fun i think overall it was good for everyone especially hopefully marcel maybe he won't what am i saying he's gonna be back to marcel tomorrow Yes, I'm afraid so. I, I really don't like the way he, he, the way he speaks to you or the other nobles. He, he has no respect for what people have been through, what they've done. And he doesn't have any honor. I'm, 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 I'm very frustrated with some of the things that the Baron and Baroness and the minister have said. Look. Even, yes, anyway. I'm the first person, you know, you were, you've sat with me many a night hearing my woes and worries, but 
we can't judge if this man has honor or not. We've just met him. Yes, he has honor for coin. At least that's honor for something. He hasn't betrayed us yet, but you know I have a close eye on him. And hopefully, just like with the Baron and Baroness, only time will tell what kind of man he truly is. And hey, if it's any solace, if he truly turns out to be the scum of the earth, you can have the honor of putting him down. She kind of laughs at that, like kind of a joke, but not really a joke. Yeah, the, uh, Elissa is definitely a sort of like, there's a grin and, and she's just like, thank you, uh, Master. Uh, it's sometimes hard uh, being a knight with trained certain things and mercenaries, they're not they're not seen very favorably, but you're right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't judge uh, the minister right away i should give him a chance he he is a good fighter i just uh, there's a difference between being a knight and being a fighter that's all but i'm glad that you see that things that way and if he ever disrespects you i won't stand for it uh, it's just not proper uh, a, a lady such as yourself shouldn't be spoken to in such a manner azara like blushes crimson and kind of <laughs> finds an excuse to leave she's like oh i i uh uh and she just is like turns around she's like I, thank you for your time um and kind of finishes the conversation quickly before like okay. hurrying off like that completely embarrassed her yeah i think like there's a moment there's like if as azara leaves if we were if this were a movie we'd see like a lingering shot on a on Alyssa. there's like a moment of confusion of like oh my god have i done something wrong and then there's almost a moment of like or was there something else to that there's this kind of confusion of like not sure if done wrong or done good and then she just kind of turns back and starts like bandaging her arms and and things like that again um and and goes back to it uh what about tarkal uh anything from tarkal this evening Uh, i think he would have like tried to before the kids left like Mm -hmm. encourage everyone to kind of like clean up any of the crap that people had left around during (laughs) all the partying yeah Um, yeah just like you know not leaving stuff on our town's floor and stuff just gathering gathering it all in the bins um and then probably just wait just waiting around so everyone's gone yeah yeah i think like yeah if you and um it sounds like you and agnes are like the last two basically everyone leaves the keep um most of it's taken place in the keep so the keep itself uh isn't too messy and with your your kind of suggestions yeah people are kind of aware they pick up things that they've dropped they clear up empty you know uh flagons and bottles and things like that taking them with them um but yeah yeah people seem to kind of respect you and agnes enough that they listen um uh, and yeah you and agnes are the only ones left you do hear a little voice coming from near your shoulder uh uh which you just hear as a like oh hey that fight was a wee bit good eh that uh that half orc woman she knows how to swing a sword or two uh, the little fella though oh, he's uh he shouldn't have given up that first strike. I would have. I would have been right in there, gotten out of her eyes. That's what I would have done. I, I, Tarkle just like looks. He's invisible, right? He's not. I can't yeah, see him. Yeah, he's invisible. Yeah, you can't see him. That's <laughs> all. <clears throat> uh, so I think he just clears his throat and doesn't say anything. Oh, all right. Don't have a conversation, then fine. I'll just be quiet, I suppose. And then you just hear like a little flapping of wings um, disappear. Agnes, you probably look at like Tarkle. Like looks like he's talking to himself. What what was that, brother? Nothing. It's a it's kind of a long story. It's it's fine. It's nothing. Marcel starts talking to himself. Now everyone's talking to themselves, and she just kind of <laughs> walks off. Yeah, uh, I think that yeah, no no other particular 
things of note happen in the evening. Uh, you all have a lovely long rest in your beds. Um, and so continues another week or so in Evening Star of uh, preparations are made, uh, work continues on the keep. Um, but after uh, about sort of 10 days, uh, there is some good news uh, in that Dusk uh, informs you all, um, along with Dagmar Iron Eyes, your mason, uh, uh, my good lords and ladies, we have some excellent news. Two of your projects have been completed, uh, along with repairs to some of the properties in the village. Um, and to the, uh, we're still working on the inn at the moment. That's going to take a little bit longer, and the keep's walls will take some time. But I am very pleased to announce that uh, Magister Azara, your tower renovations have been completed. Um, we have uh, formally. Uh, constructed a library uh to uh, would you like me to give you a brief tour all of you of the of the new library um i'd love one of course yes of course uh anybody else that wishes to join uh, it will be available to all of you um uh, he leads uh, anybody who wants to go to the tower um go. previously gone i'll go yeah 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 Same. anybody who wants to come um he leads everyone to the formerly tower where um, Azara had encountered the kind of remnants of this mysterious mage woman that had helped um, attack the keep originally. Uh, the tower's been fully restored. It actually looks like it's been widened as well in certain sections, like subrooms have been added to it. Uh, the light, the tower now contains um, a library. The base ground floor is a full, fully stocked library. It has uh, several writing desks. It has um, a curved uh, set of bookshelves that go up quite high. With a rolling um, ladder like Bo? With a rolling ladder like Beauty okay. and the Beast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really important. Dusk That's really important. And Dagmar. Dagmar's like, hey, you, you might find this of particular note, uh, Magister. She goes over to one of the bookshelves, um, searches for a book which is called uh, uh, The Way of Magic. Um, it's just like a generic kind of cover. She taps on it and it does open a secret door that leads to a staircase going up. Um, I thought that you might like some privacy for access to your own chambers. So we put this in for you. Um, upstairs, you'll find all of your living arrangements as you requested, the decorations, the bed, um, everything. Uh, the windows can be hidden if need be uh, from the inside, uh, from the outside. Uh, they can be disguised um, through a little bit of minor illusion magic, if you wish. Um, or they can be opened for you, if you wish. Uh, the other point is downstairs, there's now a staircase down from the library, which leads into a more secure library area. This one has several books locked away through grates. Um, that, so you can't just like open the books. They're chained to the walls and to these grate systems. Um, there are study desks. There's also a separate room which contains living quarters as well. Uh, we This has been designed for uh, any of your magical books, Magister, so that they are properly... Uh, secured and not available to be taken or stolen or anything like that we've placed anything in here which might contain dangerous knowledge a la dr strange <laughs> very, very dr strange all like padlocked with the grates that you pull apart and things like that hell yeah hell uh, yeah uh, and also i am led to believe that arriving this morning uh your companion that you told me about with the war wizards uh, she will be arriving to take on the role of of librarian sage here in uh in evening star yes uh that reminds me i have to go pick out some fresh flowers she will she'll want a bouquet on her bedside and i'll kind of, yeah, of after th saying thank yous rush off to yes. go uh, to a garden 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, Dusk kind of just passes there. The other good news, uh, whilst uh, Magister Azar is busy, uh, Baron and Baroness, is the her, the Alchemist uh, laboratory or shop, whatever you want to call it, that's also been finished. It was kind of a simple affair. We've made it a sort of rural cottage over near uh, the outskirts of the village, just on the borders of the forests. Um, we've included a small garden to it. The only difficulty is we've not had any luck in recruiting an actual alchemist yet. I'm still working on it, um, but the property's finished. So once we do have someone, uh, they will be able to move in right away and begin uh, research and development of whatever you need them to. Very good. Uh, that's that's all for me. I do believe that we have um, some visitors. Uh, Lord Tuckle, you mentioned that you'd reached out for somebody to provide some alcoholic arrangements. Uh, did you know if they're on their way? I haven't received a letter back from my father just yet. Um, maybe maybe they'll just come with the letter. Oh. I will say you have probably would have received that letter by now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck on that and say you have absolutely had. And that by that I, I mean that yes, it. I have received a letter from my father, <laughs> and I my believe boy. that she should be on her way. Uh, actually. Oh. Excellent. Oh, very well. Um, well, hopefully she arrives uh, soon um, and then we can get that up and started. Uh, if there's anything else you need from me, my Baron and Baroness, please do not hesitate. If there's anything uh, on the agenda or anything that matters, um, shouldn't be too long now until, uh, yes, until your invitation to Arabelle. Agnes will uh, take any opportunity she can to search the new library for books on animals and the wildlife around evening star like local mm -hmm. wild flora and fauna yeah absolutely um, oh yeah definitely and yeah, she wants um... to just generally educate herself but she also specifically is looking for like um any helpful herbs and things that might be used for either healing or protection and then um like any information about animals specific to the area like Tresim that are kind of symbolic of the area Mm, yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be, I mean, there's definitely lots of books about sort of local flora, fauna, uh, crops, that sort of thing. Um, the people of Evening Star, especially the folks of Cormier that live out in the country, tend to be quite well connected to the earth. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of like descriptions on the different types of flowers, their benefits, um, weeds that have medicin medicinal uh, medicinal benefits. Um, yeah, you can find stuff like that quite easily. It will take you some time to study, but it's it's yeah very readily available in terms of creatures um the countryside of cormir is full of course of, of all your usual kind of beasts that wander around anywhere in the realms but you know common things like monsters or more magical beasts um there are lots of not necessarily like scientific studies but there are lots of fables and storybooks but a lot of them seem to be based in a mixture of history as well. Um, there are tales about immortal deer that roam through Ooh. the Kingswood. Uh, there are tales of uh, griffins, unusually large and powerful griffins that live in the mountains north of Evening Star. Um, and it's said that, you know, if you capture the feathers of these griffins, they become the components of magical wands and scepters for the war wizards. Um, the... Has anyone ever tamed a griffin? um there are reports there are you find some kind of uh not necessarily like rearing books but there are stories of a knight um who a, a cormirian knight who tamed a griffin and fought atop it in many of the wars and battles that cormir has fought through um, i need one 
so that I can lead the trust and force. Right. That's okay. Yep. I that see. becomes Agnes's new dream. To find and raise a griffin. Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can begin pouring through these books and, and learning everything you can about griffins for sure. Great. Um, um, also, I'm just, so the objective of this like herbology study is that Agnes wants to be especially equipped in this area if somebody needs help with like a, maybe a medicine check or something. Mm -hmm. So yep. is over time, if she studies in the library multiple times, can there be like some sort of advantage she gets on medicine checks or something like that? Yeah. Are you proficient in medicine already? I don't think so. Let me check. Nope. So that would be a perfect example. Yeah. So this is the kind of perfect example of over the, the next few weeks, um, you'd have to spend a little bit of money, but you can basically spend all of your time researching it, buying things to experiment with, kind of practicing in the alchemy shop, um, and you can become proficient in the medicine skill. And then you'd be able to use that. That'd be cool. a proficiency you can gain. Um, I'll, I'll work out how much money that'll be because there are some rules for it in Xanathar's Guide. Um, but yeah, you can definitely you can definitely do that. It's going to take you some time, um, but for sure. Yeah, 100%. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Um, so in the library, I'm splitting my time between uh, Griffin research and right. um, medicine herbs. Okay. Yeah. So that means that it will take a little bit longer to learn medicine because you're going to split your time. But yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Cool. Marcel Tarkal. Anything. Tarkal. Uh, Marcel, do you want to go first or so you unmute? Um, I'm, I'm probably just like out doing whatever solo brooding i do during the day as usual <laughs> yeah perfect okay nice so just brooding away and then mm -hmm. uh anything from tackle uh yeah i just want to speak to dusk mm -hmm. um about the letter that i received from my father like uh, mm -hmm. basically whenever whenever i got it i would have informed him about uh is it, how do you pronounce her name um, so well uh, so then their name is Hulda. It's Hulda. weird. She go, they go by she, him, they like they, they Hulda's weird. Like okay. Hulda's like this mysterious person. You know that they're a furbolg. They're not a human. They're not an elf. They are a furbolg. Okay. They are a bit of a mystery in the Kingswood in that they just sort of roam around brewing this really powerful beer and powerful cider and they sell it, you know, by jugs like they sell like two or three jugs at a time people love it they go mad for it but also if people are sick they call on holder like to make um you know medicines and things like that um but yeah holder's weird uh so my dad referenced them like is he just ignorant or like yeah. it just no he, he you would have always like known holder as just like he he would say oh yeah she's doing this or like she's gotcha. doing that but then okay. you've also met people that are like oh yeah he's a great guy i love holder like people and holder never corrects them he's just he, they're just like yep sure i'm, gotcha. I'm whatever. that's awesome um, so yeah holder's holder's very chill um but yeah, that's and and yeah, Dusk. Uh, if you want to speak to him privately, you can do. You can just grab, grab, grab. Yeah, I'll, gra I'll just grab Dusk privately. Um, of course, of course. How can I help, Baron? So my father wrote back to me, and uh, Holda from the woods <laughs> uh, made a very good drink uh, back in my time there, known as the Foggy Wood. And they should mm -hmm. be heading over to Evening Star, but they probably don't want to live inside of Evening Star. Maybe we could mm -hmm. set them up with a place in the outskirts. Um, Certainly. And it, it sounded like my, my dad said there was other people that uh, are hearing a bustle about Evening Star and potentially looking to uh, look for work. And I figure as we build up different buildings and services, 
perhaps it would be good to get some people on the, of the land into Evening Star. Oh, most most certainly. I mean, even even not necessarily needing new buildings, my lord. I mean, the farmers here, they're mostly their families. They work themselves. They work their own fields. The the idea of having farmhands that they can hire to, to help them grow their farms, to expand them, to make them more prosperous. Um, certainly, there, there there is work here in Evening Star for people to find. And uh, there is land that we can build housing on. Um, folks, if they don't have much money to spend, they would become serfs. They would, you know, rent the land and the houses from you and the Baroness. Um, but the, the farmers, they can employ them for work so they can actually earn a wage, uh, you know, learn a skill necessarily. Um, yes, there's definitely room for it. We do need to be a little careful, my, my lord. If we grow too quickly without the proper infrastructures and supply lines in place, that could become difficult. But we can definitely take on some new people for now, for certain. Absolutely. Um, oh, well, I can start spreading good. the word if you like. Yeah, that, that would be great. I just keep an eye out for basically anyone coming uh, from the Kingswood. The only other thing that my father had mentioned as well is that uh, he said beasts have been getting a bit more aggressive in the wood. And I don't know if it would be possible if we could send just some soldiers to, to kind of quell what's happening. That is possible my lord but that i'm afraid that is out of both mine and your jurisdiction you would need to speak with the minister of arms uh, mr marcel uh, it technically falls under his obligations to provide troops um, it is i will say politically uncommon for us to send our troops out of our own lands but that is yours and the baroness's and the minister's decision to make um it is possible but i cannot authorize it mm. uh above game how many more days is it going to be until something important like important? Is there enough time for Tarkal to literally go to the woods like super quick, kill things and then come back like even if it's not RP'd? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. If you if you basically want to say that like Tarkal is going to start going, Tarkal is going to start going into the woods to try and help cull these beasts. Um yeah, we can say that that's something you're doing in your downtime basically yeah. like in between all of these other days. Okay, cool. Um all right. Well, with all of this, uh, I think that later on in the day, um, a couple of new arrivals arrive. Um, the first is, um, and she comes before all of you. Uh, Dusk brings you all down into the main throne room of the keep, and she is presented. She presents herself to you. Uh, you before you is a probably around sort of 18, 19 year old human girl. Um, she has twin brown braids that kind of fall down in front of her gray and pastel pink robes. Um, but most striking of all, she has golden eyes. Like her eyes aren't just, you know, you know, brown or yellow. They are sparkling gold eyes. Like her irises are sparkling gold. Um, she wears a pair of spectacles, carries a lot of books. And when she sees Azara, she goes bright red and barely can speak. Um, but she does introduce herself. Uh, uh, she leans forward and she says, Oh, um, hello, uh, my lord and lady. Sarah Lee Bosong, I've been sent from the War Wizard Academy to, to serve uh, as, your, as your sage. Uh, Magister Azara. And she kind of like bobs her head down and sort of like takes her glasses off and rubs them awkwardly and puts them back on. Uh, it's wonderful to see you again, Magister. Seeing her blushy and bubbling and knowing that this is just like her favorite little like teacher's pet, she just runs and like 
envelops her in a hug and she's like suddenly my little turtle dove and like hugs her tight and like it's like i missed you so much i'm so happy you're here she goes stiff and is just like in that you know like oh my god and then <laughs> hugs back but it's kind of like ah, yeah, ah. <laughs> just sort of doesn't speak when you do this um but she eventually composes herself and it's just like, um, and she bows very deeply, curtsies wide for the Baron and Baroness. Just like, I, I'm very honored that you've, that you've elected to bring me here to, to Evening Star to, to, to be your scribe and, and, and sage. Um, thank you for this opportunity. I kind of like look at the Baron and Baroness, like say something nice. <laughs> oh, we're here. Great. Yeah, yeah, this is, she's being presented to all of you, basically. It's, it's a, uh, come and meet this new member of your village that is, has a skill that you can use. Azara, or uh, Agnes is who I am, not Azara. Agnes is, uh, the reason she didn't say anything is she's clearly, like, marveling at Sarah Lee's eyes. Mm-hmm. She thinks they're so cool. Um, but she's like, oh, um, of course, welcome, Sarah Lee, to our land of evening star we're so pleased to have someone of your your skill and dedication and i know azara will be very pleased to have you oh i i'm i'm, I'm just i'm just a researcher and a, and a scribe my lady i'm not a i'm not a war wizard or powerful magister like a, a, a magister azara is like lady azara is but anything i can do to help if you have anything that needs researching um if you need any assistance in scribing scrolls I, I, those are my speciality. I, I am. I, I do have. I'm also capable of reading languages. I, I'm very good at deciphering languages and translating as well. So if you need anything like that, I, I, I'm happy to to do it for you. You're a researcher. I, yes, yes, that's my specialty. Unfortunately, the training afforded to noble women often skips such valuable resource resources as research. And I find myself wanting in my own endeavors to understand griffins. Would you be willing to tutor me in uh, research? I, my lady, I'm sure that you do not need, need my help. I, I, I'd be more than happy to assist you, certainly. And, and if there are things that I can help you, um, my, your, your Seneschal Dusk, is it? The, the tiefling? Uh, it, he and I spoke at length on what volumes should be purchased for the library. Um, I believe that there are a number of uh, bestiaries um, uh, documentations on monsters that I can pour through and, and find the relevant information and present it to you and, and provide you with all the information you require. Well, if you wish, if, if you'd rather not uh, have the, the dead weight of someone like me uh, working alongside you, I, oh, I understand. Uh, but but I, I, w- I would be happy to, you know, uh, have a study session sometime. Yes, yes, of course, uh, of course, my, of course, my lady, of course, I, I'm here to, to fulfill what you need me to do. So, of course, and Magister Azara, obviously, um, Magister Demelin has instructed me that you had some um, inquiries regarding Fay and some magical if, uh, events that have happened here. Uh, of course, those as well. I, I'm happy to help investigate and research. Thank you, my turtle dove. That is very kind of you. And never put yourself down. And I, I pat her head and I'm like, have you noticed Baroness, her beautiful eyes? She has been blessed by Timora herself. Isn't she just what do I like pinch her no. cheeks? Like, Magister, isn't she just shouldn't... the best? Isn't she just the no, best? Please, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> A but God's it, it... blessing. Wow. 
no, it, well, yes, but no, it, it's really not that special. It just lets me read languages, that's all. I, I, they're, they're, they look pretty, but they really don't mean anything. I, I have no talent for magic, just reading, really. Have you met Timora? No, 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 nothing of the sort. I'm, I'm no priest or priestess or anything like that, but just something in my blood supposedly is connected to Timora. A blessing to one of my ancestors long ago, maybe. Um, but it just gives me these eyes. Remarkable. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I this is too much. I, I, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to go get myself set up in, in your, your library. Um, I have not had, I'm afraid that I do not know much about you, uh, Minister, Minister Marcel or Baron Tarkal, but my offer applies to you as well. If there are any matters, magical or mundane, that I can help you investigate, I am more than happy to do so. So at this point, well, Marcel probably hasn't actually been here for the whole meeting, but is rather just kind of walking by and passing. Yeah. At that <laughs> point. Like, yeah. He just kind of looks and is charmed. I'm sure yes. I'll be in touch if I need anything. Charmed. She's terrified of you. <laughs> Walks out. Yeah. <sighs> Don't be too scared of him. Uh, welcome to Evening Star. Thank you, Baron Crown Silver. Um, yes, uh, thank you very much. It, it's wonderful. It, it, I love the village. Uh, the people have been very kind already. They're quite boisterous. There was a young man, uh, Aaron, I think his name, who helped guide me in. Very... Zara immediately sighs at that. <laughs> very interesting young man. Ah, <sighs> uh, yes. W watch out for him. He's um, e easily infatuated with pretty young lady such as yourself and she like can't oh. stop just she's just so happy she's here she didn't say anything to me <laughs> she just oh, no. <laughs> um anyway i i must get on with my work there's research to be done and uh i need to get settled so but i will be around if you need me um and she makes her way off to the tower quick question mr yes. sir dm above game uh yeah. Since she can do research and we have those magical books, mm -hmm. is it possible, kind of like being able to be proficient at medicine, that Sara Lee could research like sorcerer level healing? Just if Azara seemed interested in like wanting to be ah, a little more multi-classed. Interesting. So I think that um, she could certainly try and create some scrolls that mm -hmm. you would be able to use, yes. um, but they would be probably limited. She probably yes. wouldn't be able to teach you any healing magic without the way that sorcerers work, because it's all from your bloodline, your magic. Right. You need to have that connection. Um, yeah. So because you're not a divine sorcerer, you don't necessarily have that. Mm -hmm. But that isn't to say that you could try, she could try and help you develop a spell that somehow uses lightning, like maybe a very crude form of revivify, which is like <laughs> a, like you literally restart someone's heart or something like that. Um, right. We could try and look into something like that, like create a new spell that yeah. you could or use. Even scrolls, like one time usage, Skyrim mm -hmm. yeah, scrolls, type thing would be, would be dope. Yeah. Just, uh, I feel like the, the, the first assignment would be something to help multi-class or magic a little bit. Sure, absolutely. Oh, Sounds you. good. Um, if there are no other plans, you also have a second visitor during the this day. Later in the afternoon, near nightfall, um, 
dusk uh, arrives um especially he aims to catch tarkal uh my lord uh, baron um i believe that your guest from the kingswood has arrived uh, the furbolg that you mentioned oh hulda yeah hulda 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 right hulda 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 you've heard okay. it called both you've heard them called both things okay um, uh, they are outside they seem to be infatuated with a species of mushroom growing on the keep's walls. Um, I will try and fetch them in if you wish to grab uh, the Baroness and maybe the Magister. I'm sure Minister Marcel is not interested, but it would be nice if he was there. Um, I'll, I'll let him know that 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 Hilda br brews a mighty fine spirit. Maybe that'll catch his interest. And uh, uh, she, they are definitely carrying some with them uh, for certain. Uh, and dust kind of rushes off. Um, if you guys will gather up, uh, he returns later with a. Uh, so Holder is light gray skin, very tall but very slender, um, pastel blue and green dreadlocks. Um, their skin has patches of bark and moss all over it. And they are kind of hunched, they carry like a big long staff hanging from which are several gourds they have a large backpack which is stuffed full of things pots and pans potion bottles um rabbit hides just everything piled off on this backpack um, and when they kind of come in they're busy looking around at the stone walls they don't bow or curtsy they kind of look around <laughs> they look oh well my apologies there, my lovely nobles. I'm sorry I got a bit distracted there, looking around your lovely keep. Did you know you have a lovely particular breed of mycelium morte growing I on think, your walls? I think Tarkle would, would uh, get up, like, once Holder was in, and, like, go to give them a hug. Oh, yes. Hello there, young Tarkle. Oh, wonderful to see you. Um, they kind of wrap these big spindly arms around you, and Holder smells of mold and grass and bushes and trees and acorns so like home and... for tarkal she's <laughs> yeah, sure, they smell like yeah. home oh, oh it's so what... good to see you so lovely to see you as well my good my good boy oh, oh wonderful no i'm sorry i forget you're a baron now eh? a proper baron in these lands oh where are my manners ah uh, oh and what lovely company you seem to be keeping eh Oh, brilliant. And he kind of just bows his head. Um, I, I take their hand. You. Oh. I'm, I'm Tarkal's devoted sister, Agnes. And, and I would love to hear more about this my, my, mycelium. She's like taking a note. Yes, mycelium morte. It's a particularly dangerous breed of mushroom. You must be very careful with it. If it gets into, uh, gets into the lungs, it can cause quite a nasty uh, fatal, uh, fatal breakdown of the, of the heart. So very dangerous. Must uh, dangerous. Uh, keep. Okay. I'll keep an eye on that. But yes, I am told that. Uh, well, I've brought a few. I've brought a bit of me brew. Uh, I'm told that you need some some lovely drinks here in the town. And um, yes, uh, and your your fellow, the tiefling fellow, he mentioned that. Uh, well, you've got a lovely little cottage on the edge of the woods for a, an herbalist or an alchemist, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. You can. You can. Take yourself up on that if you choose to stay in Evening Star. Oh well, only if only if you would have me. I reckon I'm I'm happy to provide my knowledge of potions and brews and beers and ciders if you like. Ah, uh, yes, more than welcome. 
Do you guys want to try some of the foggy wood? It's, oh, it's yes, Hulu's no. specialty. I've got some right here, my boy. Oh, I've got the special one just for you. And he brings out like little wooden cups that he has in his bag or they have in their bag. They set them out. There are these little misshapen, they look like giant acorn cups, like the bottom of an acorn, but they're huge. And he sets out th- uh, four of them. And from this very old dusky uh like jug with a big cork you kind of like pull they pull it up and it's like oh yes that's the good stuff and he pours three he pours these cups out uh or they pour it out and then he slings it over their shoulder uh yes 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 very good very good uh, tarkal anyway. extremely excitingly like just starts just starts drinking oh yeah and like, this tastes- is like the first feeling of home for him so he's he's definitely loving this it tastes just like you remember. Probably stronger. This this seems like a really strong brew. It's closer to a cider than it is a beer. It has this really kind of sharp tang to it, but it, very overwhelming alcohol. But then you get like a, an aftertaste of like sweet berries and juniper that kind of just really Ooh. goes down. Um, and uh, yeah, he... Now I want to try whole... this in real life. Right? I know. <laughs> if someone's a brewer uh, out there, can you please make this? Please make? <laughs> uh, we'll get Jerry on it. We'll get Jerry yeah. Hawkins to make some. Um, Ooh, good idea. But Holder, they turn around and they're like, oh, please, my good ladies. Now, I, I don't make any presumptions, but I should warn you, it is a little bit strong. I've been drinking it for a long, long time. And people like Master Tarkle here, they've had it before, but it is very potent moonshine, this. So just be aware. Maybe have a little sip. And then if you like it, I'll pour you some more, eh? Uh, Azara silently and quietly, like like a champ, just downs it and then puts it down. <laughs> what's, um, what's Azara's con modifier? Like, what's your con score? It's plus one. It's 12. Plus one? Yeah. Okay, just give me a con save. Yeah, I'll just do that. I knew that was going to go. I knew. Oh, but my con save is plus four. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Oh, yeah. So, like a champ, Azara downs it, and it is strong. You can tell that this is this is pretty potent stuff. But it is there's a moment where oh, you're like this is really hard. Oh, actually, no, it's really nice. There's like <laughs> this second where it's really harsh, and then it becomes sweet and smooth um, as it. I goes think there'd down. be like a little, <laughs> but then she'd you know shake it off. Oh, look at this one, eh, Tarkal, proper champion, these sorcerers. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Agnes is taking his uh, warnings very seriously and she's politely sipping it and, you know, testing out the mouthfeel and commenting on the aftertaste and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What's what's Agnes's con score? It, it, her save or her score? Score. 15. 15 yeah you you can probably drink this stuff pretty well actually like this is this is pretty tough but you know when you were training with the druids the wildfire druids you probably had just as just as harsh stuff then and it's kind of toughened your your stomach up a little bit but i yeah, spent this a lot is... of time in the like woods with woods people too so yeah exactly yeah you've probably actually had foggy wood before probably mm. during your training um you just didn't know it was called foggy wood and it was made by right. this furbolg but you you definitely would have had it if you spent any time in the kingswood this is like a real kingswooders drink mm-hmm. um beholder just kind of says like well i'm glad you like it i'm glad that you like it uh is there so I don't really know what the proper protocol is here, really. I mean, what do I do now? I just wander uh, around. You can go set yourself up at that cottage. Uh, we can have Dusk show you the oh, way yes. if you'd like. Cottage, I forgot about that. Yes, that sounds that sounds bloody lovely, I must admit. 
Oh, wonderful. And honestly, just, just make yourself at home. We're, we're currently awaiting on repairs for the inn. Uh, that's where they'll be serving uh, the foggy wood mostly. Um, so you just keep brewing and, you know, yes. we'll be in touch if we need anything else from you. Wonderful. Oh, it's so good to see you, Taco Boy. Oh, your dad did say uh, he passed on a little message. He wanted you, me to let you know that he's all right. He's fine. He's doing all right. Um, beasties have been getting pretty problematic in the woods, though. They've been getting proper angry, eh? Uh, getting really mad all the time. But uh, seems that most folk are still dealing with it. The hunters have got a lot of work. They're doing a lot of lot of busy work. So your dad's doing well. He's got a lot of good money going on. Um, yeah, so I had to get out, though. There was, there's something going on in them woods in the Kingswood. I don't know what it is. Has anyone mentioned weird. strange plant growth along with the aggressive creatures? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Strange. Big, uh, big thorny briars growing up all over the place. Clearing them out. We got uh, we got fire and axes and we cut them down. But yeah, it's very unnatural. Yeah. Do you know much about the natural world, uh, Lady Agnes? I do my best. I felt, you know, we furbolgs, we have like a real, real touch with the woods. You know, I speak to the trees and you speak back sometimes. And, you can uh, speak to the trees? Well, you know, I understand them, you know, you know, you get a feel, you know, you, you get a, a sense. Uh, so when they, when they, I can, I, it's like, how best to describe it, eh? It's like they're afraid of something, you know, it's like the trees and the bushes and the woods. It's like they're afraid of something lurking among them. We've, uh, we've encountered some dark magic that seems to be affecting oh, that would our forests. Sense. And my magic. And we're doing everything we can to set it right. Oh, In the meantime, I'd, I'd love to come visit you once you've gotten set up and learn some more about how you're, about the plants in this area, what you recognize, and, and even more about the forest and the trees. Oh, yes, yes. You're welcome anytime. Um, if, if, if I look like I'm dead, I'm probably not. I've probably just smoked something that I shouldn't have. So mm. don't worry about it. Just leave me for a few hours. I'll be fine. All right. Just come by. It's fine. And then if you, in a couple hours, if you're still looking dead, then you might be dead. Then I'm probably dead. Yeah. I'm probably okay. dead. Yes. I understand. Yes. Uh, uh, and anyway. speaking of uh, likening oh, yes. to dead, I, I see <laughs> that you pointed out the poisonous mushrooms uh, is that also possibly something that you and I could sit down and discuss. I've always been fascinated by uh, brewing different poisons and I've never had time to dabble in it myself, but you seem oh, yes. quite knowledgeable about that. Oh yes, I know poison or two, me. Yes, I know how to make a, well, you have to understand the poison to make the antidote, you know, so you have, exactly, to, exactly. have to be able to make one to make the other. But I, yes, 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 I can show you, I can show you a thing or two about that. If you're, I, if you're I would interested. be honored. Position, people in your like, position. Medicine, as like poison <laughs> and <Right>. antidote. <laughs> you know, people in position like yours, you've got to be ready. You don't know when someone's going to put something in your drink or your food or stab you in the neck with something. You know, you've got to be able to treat it right. You know, old holder's not always going to be around. So, indeed. And we've just had brushes with poison recently. I'd like to know antidotes to keep our young nobles ah. safe here. Oh, very well. Well. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go collect up some of that mycelium, and then I'm gonna go to my new cottage, and I'm gonna have a lovely sleep. Might cook myself up a, a nice roast aubergine, and then I'm gonna go to bed. 
Lovely would meeting you, you all. Bye bye. Would you before you leave? Would you care to meet our uh, our? I just forgot the word that from Marcel. His title. Minister. Minister. I'd yeah. love to meet anybody, honestly, Baroness. I'm. I love people. Me. Uh, it's funny. Don't like buildings. Don't like cities. I like people, though. Uh, I'm sure Marcel would love to try some some foggy wood and, oh, and also of course. get to brought know this, you. Brought the jug just for... I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll leave the jug here, eh, Tackle? I'll leave the jug for you. I can always make some more. But yes, let's, let's go meet your minister, eh? Let's I asked go meet someone him. to send for him, like I asked Dusk to yeah, Dusk go grab him. Of course, him. he goes off. Goes and finds you, uh, Marcel. Um, just basically says, yeah, Lady Agnes is requesting requesting you come and meet this new alchemist. I'll oblige and show up. Yeah, I think the uh, the sword probably says like uh, to you in your mind, alchemy. I mean, that could be useful, maybe. It may be. We'll look into this. Worth checking, anyway. Same with that young scribe woman. Maybe she's worth. Maybe she could help researching things. Yes. Seems like we might have a couple leads now. Yes. Um, so you kind of make your way downstairs, and yeah, Marcel, you see this like six foot tall, skinny, blue and green dreadlocks, gray skinned furbolg, um, kind of hunched over. And as as he sees you, he's like, "Hello, boyo. Would you like to try some nice booze?" <laughs> he look. He looks at it through his his face mask, <laughs> and then he like reaches into his pocket and he pulls out like. A multi-joint straw. <laughs> just kind of like very clever, very clever. Got to keep that mouth covered. You don't want to be inhaling any mushrooms, I reckon. There's a lot of them around here. Yes, weak lungs. Mm. And he'll mm. he'll get. He'll... I've got a brew for that, by the way. If you've got weak lungs, I've got a good brew. Helps uh, clear them out of anything, any malaise. No, the the mask works perfectly fine. Are you sure? You do look a bit sickly. You're not feeling. Are you feeling all right, there, boyo? He, he just he just goes for a, a little sip and it just kind of like the straw like joints around the top of the mask. Like a little swirly bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky uh, yeah. term swirly straw. Anybody who tries to get a glimpse under Marcel's mask, he can't. It's just so well covered and the straw goes straight in. Um, but yeah, this stuff is pretty good, Marcel. It, it's, it's, you know, hard booze, but it's nice tasting booze at the same time. Mm. Um, and you, you're a merc. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you would be pretty comfortable drinking some some hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's good. It's good. And uh, uh, the furball kind of just puts the the jug on the table. He's like, "Oh well, if you want any more, come and let me know. And if you do have any trouble with those lungs, my name's Hulda. I'm gonna live out in the cottage by the woods, eh?" Hulda, Marcel. It's a pleasure. Huh? Oh, good to meet you, Marcel. Always like knowing a name. Normally, I just call people Boyo or Lass, but uh, I, names are nice too, I reckon. Mm. 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 I didn't know you wore that mask for, for lung problems, Marcel. I, I apologize. No apology needed. The air is unhealthy. Better to play it safe. It's very true. It's very true. All those mushrooms around. It's not a good thing for your lungs. You should be careful, Tarkle. All right. Um, anyway, I'll leave this with you. Good night. I'm gonna go enjoy my aubergine. And he just 
begins sort of he he definitely kind of sways when he walks as well like he's drunk he's just kind of like it's kind of what is an aubergine i know that word but i don't know what it is it's an eggplant eggplant yeah yeah there you go sorry i'm using those pesky britishisms again coming up uh yeah aubergine is eggplant um so uh but yeah uh we have a hippie living in our cottage yeah oh yeah he is goals uh, and anybody from the great country of Wales, I am so sorry for butchering your accent. <laughs> um, so if you're wondering what that weird Irish Jamaican voice was, it was my attempt at Welsh. Um, oh my God. Can you please speak Welsh with like all of those consonants? <laughs> oh no, I can't know. Like, you're, their you're actual like, language? No, no. We're, we've, um, I know uh, I, we've got a very lovely Welsh chap that I know very well, uh, Dafid. And uh, when he speaks Welsh, it's like... I just an elf speaking to me i'm just like i don't understand this is so hard to understand what you're saying um so complicated but anyway oh, bless the welsh uh, that's I my prosser heritage by the way oh is oh. it prosser is welsh yeah oh. mm. I'll, I'll need to try and learn some so i can wish you like a <laughs> i don't know welsh any day. of it <laughs> <laughs> um anyway uh so yeah you guys are, are left for another evening um one thing i think Marcel and, and Agnes would notice um, you see the jug of the foggy wood. Um, it's just sitting there for a moment and then it kind of rocks back and forth for a minute. And you hear like splashing and then it rocks again. I look in the jug for a small frog or something. No, there's nothing in there. But you do, as you kind of peer in, you do hear a kind of, you swear you can hear a tiny voice like, oh, fuck. Uh, is there someone there in the jug no she looks at azara uh uh, the jug wobbles and you feel something fly up past you agnes like there's like a spray yeah it's like something like flew out of the jug like a bug or something If if she like motioned to me would i have seen this now um, you probably see the jug rock and you, you, you kind of see a bit of Hagnus's hair like flick to the side as something. It wasn't me. I'm not sure. Uh, well, there's a lot of things I need to talk about right now. And Twig, Twig, Twig. <laughs> you, you, you see or something kind of like slaps into Tarkle's face and then sort of and you 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 feel a very drunken sprite slap into you Tarkle. Uh, can you can you make of... yourself visible okay sure and you see appearing from invisibility a tiny red-headed sprite um wearing acorn armor with a little needle sword and a little short bow um and a little like rabbit foot pouch uh slung over his shoulder um buzzing in the air next to Tarkle and he looks very drunk Tarkle, why didn't you let us know we had another guest? Well, uh, truthfully, at first I thought I was dreaming when he came into my room and- I'm not uh, here. I can, none of you can see me. I'm invisible. Twig, it's, fi- it's fine. I'm introducing you. <laughs> no, I'm, a spa- I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to be hidden, Tarkle. Well, they I'd... told me that I've got I've to be quiet. Well, I'm telling it's you, you can, you can introduce yourself. These are my friends. These are my confidants. Oh. We, we, we trust them. Right, Why would he right. need to keep his identity a secret, Tarkal? Because they told me to. Who told you to? He hasn't really no. told me much, Agnes, if I'm honest. 
You just woods. let a stranger hang out in our keep and say that no, he needed to be a secret? I flew in through his window, you silly woman. I you didn't tell us window. about an invader to the keep? It's, it, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it hasn't, it's been only a couple days. A he's couple been days? He's been buzzing around me and I've been keeping an as good an eye as I can on an invisible sprite. Well, good thing we didn't say anything that could have put us in danger if a stranger had known it. I'm not a stranger, I'm Twig. Also, not to be a magical nag here, we did talk about the Feywild and how there possibly is unrest in the Feywild and you let a Fey creature in here and didn't inform any of us. I'm just, as our kind of steps back. Would Tarkal know that Twig, the pixie, is of Fey? I don't, I don't, you're not very, you're not magically trained. You don't have like okay. any training in Arcana or anything like that. I don't, I don't necessarily know. Like to you, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, it's like a little forest sprite, but you don't know that that's like you know uh fae specifically gotcha quite like or telepathically ask my sword to detect good and evil sure uh and just read that out again for me i know i do this every time uh, but i forget every time for duration it's, it you detects like fae and stuff right celestial elemental fae fiend or undead it is a hundred percent fae <laughs> the sword <laughs> says in your mind like Oh yeah, that little fellow is definitely a fae. He's a they're a sprite. Uh, they're kind of the little soldiers. Um, they don't have much magic. I think they can turn invisible sometimes. Um, strange. I don't know why would one would be with Tarkle though. But yes, definitely fae. Definitely a it's real real fae creature. Okay, so so I didn't know that Twig was fae. I I thought it was just you know a woodland creature sent maybe from my father and big just twig just did a bad job at explaining things um yes that is a lapse of judgment on my part i apologize uh the reason why i'm i don't apologize (laughs) i don't apologize to you twig the reason why i'm bringing this up anyways because i do think it important that we question twig especially in the state that he's in he seems to listen to me no matter what so i think he's pretty loyal i've been sent to protect you yes sent by the sent by the woods yes i but who, like, what did a tree send you? Yes. What do you think I mean by the woods, eh? Of Protect course, the tree him. sent me. Protect him from what? That's the thing. The trees didn't know. There's something going on in the Kingswood, and it's uh, it's 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 got its eye on this one here. Eh? It's got its eye on this one. So I've so, been sent to keep an so eye this on him. Is, this is why I bring this up because Hulda mentioned that she hears the trees crying out like out crying they're nervous they're they're scared oh and very scared they you could have told me that the trees were scared you didn't tell me that you didn't even understand that the trees had sent me so i didn't say nothing i'm just here to keep an eye on you anyway now we know the trees are scared um and i have been hearing uh, a song through the wind (gasps) You didn't tell me you'd been hearing a song on the wind. I didn't, didn't think you were real. I thought I was You didn't tell man. us you've been hearing a song on the wind. And I'm you telling you been now. Telling anyone anything, have you? I've been teaching people how The point is <laughs> stoling. No, the point is <laughs> I'm telling you now. I've been hearing a song coming from the woods and I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe I was just getting used to living somewhere new and I was homesick. But between the knowledge of the trees crying and Twig here, I, I think... What was that, Twig? You said my name. 
I think there's something seriously wrong in the woods. And I, I think it might be a priority to take care of. Twig, did you say that the unrest in the woods was centered on Tarkov? No, no. It's you just, said centered um, on this one. No, it's it's whatever's causing the trees to be scared. It's it's interested in him. It's it's like it's watching him. It's like it's got its eye on this boy. And he didn't tell me that, so I didn't keep that from you guys. No, and because that- I'm trying. I'm here just to keep an eye on you. I'm here. You don't even need to worry. Twig's here. And not you, to alarm uh, anyone. How many fingers am I holding up, Twig? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, fingers are too big. I'm only small. I can only see five. Uh, not not to alarm anyone, but our new alchemist did mention the fact that thorns are appearing in the forest, which mm-hmm. coincides with the thorn woman, the mage, the fae, whoever she is, that we fought and frankly could not handle seeing as we were fighting a magical construct and not the sorcerer herself everything is pointing towards a dark magic possibly a fey magic and this is why Sara Lee is here to help research before we go barging into the kingwood getting involved in something that we cannot handle ourselves yet um whatever it is i think that we should keep our eye on sir tarkle here make sure that he is safe and cared for we can also keep an eye on him, Twig. No offense, you are this big. I'm not sure he, he, your needle. I can will... tell. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell if someone's uh-huh. evil. I can tell. Yeah. I can see. I can read your mind, and I'll put you. Listen, don't mess with me just because you're big and you got magic. Don't think that you're anything on on Twig. And he buzzes <laughs> over to you and he says, "Look," uh, and he will touch your shoulder, Azara. Uh-huh. And I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, ooh, that's unfortunately probably very high. It is very high. Twenty-one. Okay, so I can't read your heart because you're all magic and stuff, but I can do it. I can do it. I can read them. I'm telling you. And I've got this. And he pulls out his little needle sword. Um, in the sake of seeing. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Azara can sense this isn't an evil fae. He's like a pretty chill fae. I mean, you can't sense anything from him, but he seems like a little drunken idiot right now. <laughs> he's just like buzzing around. He's he's clearly gulped some of this foggy wood and is now off his face. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you mean, read my heart, small? I can read hearts. What what do you want? What tackle? I thought these people are supposed to be smart. What do you? I, I can't. What? Do, I, Buckle, do you know what he smart. means by reading hearts? This one does, and he looks at Agnes. He's like, she's she knows she knows things. This one knows. I can read hearts. I know that my brother didn't trust me enough to be honest with me. She's very upset. See, I can do it. I can read hearts without even touching this one. She's you are an intuitive upset. one, aren't you? I am. I am. And this one, he's moody and secretive. Wow, you are good at your job. Twig, well, are you able to tell if another creature is a fae like you? Aye. Aye, 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 aye. Would you, would you go on a mission to look for a witch for me? Oh, I'm we not think that that's who's, that's who's causing this darkness in the wood. If you ask me to go, I'll go. I'm not supposed to leave you, but if you, but my, my orders were to, to look after you and do what you tell me. So if you tell me to go and look for this witch, I will go and look for her. I think you should look for this witch, but I need you to be careful. Okay. And we What's just she want like? she 
trying to think if Tarkal actually got a good look at her construct um, during combat. Uh, yeah, I think you guys all did. You, I think all of you saw her pretty clearly. The green okay, robes, the, the green yeah. eyes, like the, the eyes, everybody would remember these kind of semi-glowing green eyes, black hair. Um, okay. Skin. Well, I'll describe. I'll describe her to him. I forgot. I also saw her mul like multiple times in my dream. You did. Um, I would like to send Commander King One Eye and the detachment of uh, the Royal Feline Air Force with Twig on this mission. I think that's a great idea. Um, oh, is that the big dress him? I like him. Does he like you? Uh, he tried to eat me, but then I jammed him with my sword, and I think he respects me. <laughs> that sounds like him. Aye. So, uh, so Lady Lady Azara received a oh, Lady Azara received a letter saying that uh, this witch may be Fey, and I think it would be good if we can rule out if we are dealing with Fey or not. I mean, I won't know any better because I didn't even know that you were Fey. Well, it's not normally. It's none of the Fey that I know. The the trees. There's not a lot of us in the Kingswood anymore. It could be a. It could be an unseely. I mean, we're all seely Fey. It could be an unseely Fey. They're like evil fae, to make it simple for you, you little city people. Uh, they're, they're bad. They're evil. They serve the, the Winter Queen, and they're all evil and shadowy and bad. Um, it could be one of them, maybe. But I don't think it's any of the, it's none of the summer court or any of the, the, the princes or princesses. I don't, I don't think. I don't know why they'd be even interested, but I mean, I'll check. Uh, that would be great if you can confirm. Twig, if you wouldn't mind later on uh, coming to my tower, I have some Sylvan, uh, and I would like to know oh. if you recognize it, who possibly could have written it, if this is something. Uh, I speak Sylvan. I We've translated it, but if this is something that uh, is familiar oh. script, the, the, it speaks I'm, of a shadow briar. Do you know anything about that? I'll I'll be honest, Magic Lady. I'm 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 like a little scout. I'm like a fighter. I pff, that's all beyond me. Um, uh, do, you, maybe... do you have any contacts that maybe we could possibly uh, speak to higher up in the Fey Court? Ooh, I mean, or I if there's ask, a Fey but... library that we could possibly trade information with, uh, do well, do a means... magical trade. That means you'd have to go to the Fey Wild. You'd have to come into the Fey Realm and. Oof. I That's I would dangerous. be willing. If well, it... I'll tell you what, Tar Mr. Tarkal, you want me to go look for this witch, yes, in the Kingswood? Yes. I will go with Captain One-Eye, and he does like an awkward salute. Um, <laughs> and whilst I'm there, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask some of the, the older fee, the dryads, and see what they see. Because I can't, I, oh, I'm not in a position to invite you to the fee wild or the, mm. the, the, the courts. But uh, I'll ask. I'll ask. How about that? Thank you. And if there's anything that we can provide in return to the Feywild, magical or otherwise, know that we sure. will do the best that we can. Aye. Okay. All right. Um, can I have some more of that funny juice, please? <laughs> I don't think you need any more funny juice. I would like more of the funny juice. Tarkal will get like a cup of water and put mm -hmm. it down and say, if you drink this, you can have more funny juice. Oh. Once this is dry. A fair deal. And he starts like, he just dunks his head in it. And he's like, ah! <laughs> Splashes <laughs> water everywhere. Uh, uh, and very quickly, he passes out. <laughs> he just sort of falls asleep next to the cup of water. 
uh, as his tiny, tiny body can only handle so much. He's like um, leaning over the edge. It's like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. it's just like a puddle next to him where it's like splashed outwards. And he's kind of sleeping in that. Um, Adorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing, no, no other, nothing else from me. So if you guys want to have a conversation amongst yourselves or with your swords, please do. I have a question quickly. Uh, you said yesterday or last week to prepare a name for a tressum, and I have whenever we get to it. I just wanted I to mean, make that now. You tell me, what's the name of this tressum? Uh, Thrace, because you said it's Thrace. a white tressum. It is, yeah. Okay. Yes. And Thrace is, if I my research was correct, uh, one of the Norse deities of ice. And I thought Ooh. ice and white thrace nice. works. Yeah. Which Tressa yeah. was this? Was this like your personal pet one? Yes. Yeah, this nice. is the one that uh, Zara asked the One-Eyed King to to give one. And yeah, I think that uh, over the last couple of days, the One-Eyed King would have brought thrace before you. Um, mm. You can't speak to animals in the same way that I think Agnes no. can, right? So this, this Tressim, you can tell that it's intelligent. It, mm -hmm. It's very, very intelligent, very slender, very sleek pristine fur um and as soon as it arrives in your chambers it picks out a spot um is like this is mine now um and yeah it, it, it thrace has been a, a companion if you want to learn the fine familiar spell you could make it into a familiar but you'll need to learn the spell to do that can do will do that eventually nice. can i do uh, that anything between you guys i, I think go ahead. Oh, go ahead no you no you no, you! <laughs> uh, Agnes just, uh, after this conversation, mm -hmm. she is clearly, like, upset. She goes into, like, a very formal mode. Like, normally Agnes is trying very hard to... Be casual. Yeah, to be just one of the, one of the gang. You know, she's specifically trying not to act like a noble. But like, as she gets upset, you can see that she falls into like very strict like manners and etiquette and is only speaking like, yes, dust, thank you, that will do. Yes, you know, just like very yeah, normal baroness mode. And she just goes about the rest of the night like that. Okay. Yeah, um, I leave it to the other characters if you want to pick up on that. Like, uh, I don't, I think the only one um, who might know Agnes well enough to pick up on that might be Tarkle, but if you guys want to kind of read into it and see more that, that's there, um, I think Dusk would notice. Dusk definitely notices, but doesn't pry. Uh, he kind of just uh, does as necessary. Maybe checks in on you more than he normally would. I think Dusk might just kind of stop by in the evening and just be like, is everything all right, my lady? Is there anything I can do for you? Anything that you wish to discuss or before tomorrow? I have concerns about the security of the keep. Understandable, understandable. I am curious if there may be more secure ways we can protect the walls. I, I was going to speak to Azara about it tomorrow, but if you have any ideas of uh, locals who may be experts in warding, that might be something that could help. It's definitely something that I can investigate. I think Magister Azara will definitely be the right person to speak to, but I can, I can put some inquiries in. Uh, I must admit that uh, normally one does not need to worry too much about invisible fey creatures coming into the keep, but uh, I will definitely do my best. Uh, I'm sorry that I didn't notice uh, that uh, Baron Tarkle had uh, gained this aid, shall we call him. Um, difficult for us to, any of us to know. It's not your fault. I didn't notice either. It's 
he clearly wished to keep it to himself, which surprises me. Well, sometimes people keep things to themselves because they're afraid that it might upset or hurt others. Sometimes it's, well, there's many reasons to keep a secret. Uh, not all of them bad, my lady. But still, perhaps something to discuss with your brother at a later date. You're right. I apologize for bringing up personal matters. I know you have many other things to worry about. Oh, my, my good lady, uh, by all means, uh, it is I, it's my apology. I, your personal matters are your own. It is not my place to give you unsolicited advice, but I, I have come to think of you and the Baron very highly, and I want you to know that if you ever seek my counsel, it is here for you. Uh, Thank you. Any time of day, any time of night. I appreciate that. You're more than welcome, my lady. And he kind of bows and he takes his leave. Um, After she says goodbye to him in that formal way, she kind of turns yeah. away and there's like a tear glistening in her eye. Oh. You can tell that she just didn't feel like she could talk to him and yeah. doesn't feel like there's much of anyone, anyone she can really talk to. Oh, Agnes. Anything else from anyone else? I think Marcel would... It's what, like late in the day at this point, or is it night? Yeah, this is like, yeah, quite late evening um, when Hulda stopped by. Or like late in the day, so early mm. evening, I mean. Yeah, when Marcel has downtime, it, he usually goes out to wherever there's like training grounds or whatever, mm. like yeah, sparring dummies are set up and just tries to stay keen. Sure. Yeah, I think that um, that would definitely be inside the keep and outside the keep. The the soldiers, um, Illis's like unit, have have set all of that up, and and they have been you know they practice almost every day. Um, and having watched you in the fight against uh, their captain, there's kind of a mixture of like yeah, people definitely have a lot of respect for you. Um, a couple of them, probably a couple of soldiers, come up to you and maybe ask like. Uh, Minister, could you could you maybe give us some pointers on how to deal with opponents who use magic? It's not really something that we were trained against. Uh, we saw that spell, that fire spell you conjured. I, I wouldn't really know what to do about that. Do you have any pointers for us? Yeah, I guess I would spend time like just telling them what I know, seeing yeah. if, if there's info or sweet tips and tricks I can I can yeah, share for, for combat. Sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely things like, you know, um, you know that a lot of the units here use shields and you can kind of give them points of like, well, if you can't dodge out of the way, block your face so that you can you don't obscure your vision like from the fire and stuff like that. You, you can definitely give them some tips. And I think that that goes a long way in that you kind of start hearing those tips being spread amongst the other soldiers in the next, you know, as they kind of go about their training, they start giving each other those tips and it definitely helps. Um if there is nothing else, uh, then nothing else really happens for the evening until early morning when the cry of young Aaron echoes through Starwatch Keep as Aaron comes running in past the gates. A few soldiers are like, Oi, Aaron, you can't run, just run in. Uh, Aaron's like, No, you got to get the Baron, you got to get the minister. There's, there's, a, there's uh, like, like 20 or 30 armed soldiers coming they're coming from the west they're they're, they're walking on the road you we need the army they're coming to kill us and he's just like <laughs> he's freaking out does they do they come get us 
Uh, I mean, what do you guys do? Like, Aaron is just like, no, he's, I saw him. I was out. I was out by the, but uh, in, in, I was, I was nicking apples, all right, from an orchard. But I saw them all making their way. They're making their way now. Like, they've they've got swords and armor. One bloke, he's in full armor and it's glowing. It's glowing. As in, he is glowing, or the armor, armor. is shining. No, the armor, my lady. The armor's got. He's like magic armor, and he's coming here with loads of people. They're gonna kill us. It's gonna be like the Blackthorn all over again. They're gonna kill us. Didn't we send for an army? Are we expecting an army? You didn't send for them. Okay. Somebody rolled for one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, and just because there's an army doesn't necessarily mean it is going to attack us. What did they? What was their sigil? They didn't have one. They look like, like, I don't know, nurks or thugs or something. They didn't have any, there was no banners, no tabards, just, the, but they all had, a lot of their weapons had like runes and glowing, like they all had like magic or something. Would this, this ring a bell to me at all? I mean, it sounds like they have enchanted arms and armor. It sounds like they have magical weapons and armor. Um, I mean, Marcel definitely uh, yeah, rings I'll, more bells. I'll ask him just like how far down... Or how far away were they? Uh, uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Twenty minutes down the on the uh, along the high road to the west. Um, they weren't going. They weren't like running or anything. They're just sort of slowly walking. Hmm. I'll run I reconnaissance. I'll I'll check this out and report back immediately. I'll I come with see you. What this is just in case their magic mm. is strong. No, I'll simply scope them out. I won't be taking any action on them. I want to see what it is that's coming here. I don't. I want to risk minimal damage. As you wish. I'll stay back. Did Twig and the Tressum flock leave already on their mission? Twig is still passed out on the small okay. table <laughs> because it is the next morning. He's still just like. <laughs> so I'm as Marcel says that I'm also going to ask King One Eye to send a small detachment to. Yeah, you go find see what it. they can see from the air as well. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, King One Eye is just like, ah, yes, I will send out troops uh, to see this threat. We shall evaluate them. Uh, and yeah, he kind of slinks off. Thank you, Your Highness. Uh, and he makes his way off. But yeah, Marcel, uh, Aaron kind of rushes you and runs, leading you towards where these group were coming from. Um, and he he doesn't show it. He's going to go with you. He's going to take you to them unless you send him away. Um, but he'll follow you, basically. Um, what about the rest of you? You're just going to kind of wait to hear back from Marcel? Yeah, he's the minister. So he told us to stay and he's in charge of that kind of thing. So Agnes will stay. Okay. Okay. Yeah, same. I'll probably just poke Twig since he's... <laughs> Like try to wake him uh, up. I oh, where am I? Oh, is my head hurt? Oh, hello, Taco. Twig, did he finish his water? Uh, he drunk like for him, he must have drunk a lot because okay. you know you gave him like a full glass and he's drunk maybe like two inches of it. But for a tiny sprite, that's it's a like lot a of water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, I really you, need I, to piss. Please do go on. Just wanted to make sure you weren't <laughs> okay. dead. He just flies over to a little corner. He lifts up his little acorn skirt. Oh my god. You hear like the tiniest tinkle scream. In the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he flies back. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Marcel, uh, you and Aaron run uh, kind of... Are you trying to move stealthy or are you just like, nope, let's just get there AS ASAP? Kind of want to get there ASAP, see what, what's cool. 
but like as soon as I can get good visual, yeah, like I'll kind of like slow, slow, slow it down. down. Yeah. You catch them just as they reach the western side of the first um, kind of farms and like buildings of the village. A lot of people have already, you can see people from houses, they're like looking through windows at this marching. It's a force of maybe sort of 30, 40 men and women, um, all different races, dwarves, humans, elves, a couple of um, furbolgs, a couple of goliaths, like all loads of different races. There's a couple of things you notice about them. Uh, the first one is uh, leading them is a man. I'll come back to him in a minute. Uh, the rest of the troops, they wear mismatched armor. They seem to have like mixtures. It looks a lot of it's cobbled together. Um, but the one thing that doesn't look cobbled together and looks very out of place in their hands, most of them look very tired. They have big bags and dark circles under their eyes. They look quite lean as if they've not eaten a good meal in a while. Um, their clothing is dirty, but in their hands, almost all of them carry weapons that are completely perfect. And they each bear glowing runes, and they look very similar to your own weapon. Different types of weapon. Some of them have morning stars. Some of them have hammers. Some of them have swords. One, a few of them have bows, but they all ha have these very similar kind of runes and uh, magical elements to them. Leading the column is a man you recognize. Uh, he is quite tall. He's over six feet tall, but very thin, very lanky, very lean. He has a kind of thick beard speckled with gray. Um, his long shaggy hair is similar, kind of speckled with gray and, you know, stress and age. Um, his face looks sunken and tired and worn. Uh, but you recognize him, especially because of the armor he's wearing. A mm. full set of articulated plate armor covered in runes glowing sigils and the way that he kind of holds his arms to it almost protectively as he walks uh this is hadley cooper this is the one who escaped with you um, and he is leading these 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 people these men and women um he looks up sees you on like a small hill looking down and he just nods in your direction hmm. i'm gonna I'll convey to Aaron to head back to the keep and convey gonna... the message that we're not any un under any threat. We're not? You, you know these people, Minister? I have my suspicions. Okay. Are you sure you're going to be all right on your own? I can stay. I can fight. And I've got, he's like, I can go. <laughs> It'll be fine. Head back now. Oh, all right. Okay. And he kind of does like a weird salute and then he starts running off. Um, and we, you see Hadley watches the boy and then when he's kind of run a fair bit he just looks up hello Oliver I'll walk down the hill Hadley so what brings you to here oh, to your little village your little bit of peace in Cormier Truth be told, I didn't really want to come, but they've all convinced me, said they'd follow me if I did come. Um, I We don't really have a name, but these are, well, they're like me and you. I don't think their weapons aren't like ours. Uh, they're not complete. Mm. They, I think they were experiments before us or maybe after. I'm not really sure. 
but they're all victims of the Scions. And we've been looking for a place to go, people, a purpose. We started hearing about you taking on this thorn hand, this thug, a few scant troops and a war wizard. He kind of you see his eyes kind of smolder when he says the word. Mm. Well, we figured we don't really have anywhere else to go. We trust you because you're one of us. So then it's safe to say that you still haven't found anything, any answers on them. No. Mm. We tried. I know maybe a little bit more, but I don't want to talk that about that here. I want to be somewhere safe, just me and you. And fair. And he kind of like holds his head. You can see he's holding the armor. Um, and he's just like, it's all right. It's all right, Ori. We know that we, you know, it's yes, it's him. Yes. Yes. How's, and he looks at the sword. How is he? Hanging in there. We're still searching, as are you. Yes. Yeah, my Ori's. Uh, He's gotten a bit more used to it now, but she still doesn't like it when we fight. Mm. Nor does he. It's funny, isn't it? They took the the better versions of us, turned them into weapons, but left us left us to deal with the misery. Marcel's like clutching the sword like shakingly, like yeah fighting like a little little bit of welling up in the eyes just like just completely triggered and like revisiting scenes i think the the sword feels it it's okay it's okay we know that he understands at least at least we're not alone (sighs) we can help them brother we can help them well, um, I'll sheath the sword, put him away, let him rest. You see uh, Hadley holds his hand up and all of the men and women with him do the same. Um, they sort of nod and uh, he's like, Look, come on, let's let's walk and catch up. I need to introduce you to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, uh, as we're walking, I'll, I'll let him know. Mm-hmm. I say, for some strange turn of events i've been appointed a minister here i'd had heard a strange circumstance but then you worked with that mercenary for a while didn't you you made a bit of a name for yourself a lot's happened you could say but for the should time be being calling you hmm, should i call I, you marcel that would be best very well i trust that nobody else knows about us and what's happened so i should keep uh, i should be careful about talking with ori as well i would play it safe yes we're not sure or we're not entirely sure who would have our best interest for this yes this war wizard i can't believe that you're working with one Mm. we can't trust them It wasn't by choice, but compared to other ones, it's safe to assume that, for the most part, she's harmless. At least not 
not as ill intent, but rather just playing the game that this world wants to see played out. It's dangerous. Mm. We know that Asharian was the same. Asharian didn't seem like much of a threat. No, my guard is not down. Well, I'll also be here to watch over your back as well. If I could find you, the Scions can. It won't be long until they come for us. If anything, I'm hoping for it. Hmm. Get some answers, maybe. Hmm. Answers. Revenge. Whatever we, we can, can get out of it. He nods. Indeed. Meanwhile, back with everybody else. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Twig and uh, the One-Eyed King. The One-Eyed King waits for the Tressim to come back. Um, the Tressim beat Aaron back. Uh, the One-Eyed King speaks with Agnes. More, more humans and elves, dwarves, many different unfurred are making their way here. They carry swords and bows and spears. Many of your weapons. <laughs> Pathetic. Did you see our minister speak to them? He seemed to be discussing, posturing with them, but they did not seem violent. That's good news. My business is done. Uh, this uh, sprite, you wish me to take him to the woods? Indeed. He is on a mission to locate the sorceress that... She was a sorceress, right? Yeah, the sorceress that threatens us and these woods with that dark magic that's causing thorns and unhappiness among the wildlife. And I... witch. I remember Exactly. Her. Yes, and... I don't know this twig, but I know and trust you. So I, I thought it best that you accompany him or some from the flying detachment. I will tell you this, woman of the keep. If the sprite cannot be trusted, I will eat him. That sounds just right. Very well. Uh, and he kind of makes his way inside. He finds uh, Twig as Tarkal is talking to him. Um, anything, Tarkal, do you want to mention anything before you send Twig off? Twig, are you sure you're able to go? You're not, you're not, I like, kind of like tap him on the head with my pinky. Hey, ah, come on, clear off. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I recovered. Uh, the water was a good idea, I'll admit. The water was a smart plan. Um, no, I'm fine. I shouldn't have really had anything. Uh, no, it's good. Uh, I'll, I'll be fine. And if I've got the beast... If I've got the beastie here as well, we'll be in and out as quick as a flash. Uh, I won't spend too long. I need to get back here. But I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, stay safe. Don't, you uh, too. Don't put yourself in harm's way. No, you too. Be careful. Just remember, uh, whatever dark power is in that wood, it's got its eye on you. You should be careful. Mm. I, do, I, do a, I do a Marcel grunt, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, and yeah, with that, Twig kind of just nods and he flies up to One-Eyed King. He's like, all right, you smelly beastie. And he flies on top, grabs a tuft of his of his uh, neck, and then he kind of like kicks in and he's like, yeah! <laughs> and the Tressim <laughs> flies off and uh, Twig flies mounted as he is uh, towards the woods to the south. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah. That is such a perfect image. Yeah, it really perfect is. Image. It really is. 
And then I think um, as Marcel is making his way back uh, with this new force uh, at his disposal, um, Aaron rushes back as well. Uh, and I think that the... Yeah, well, I think... Yeah, because we've got to do shout-outs and stuff. Um, Sarah Lee, <clears throat> who has been kind of busy away in the library, finds the skull with the names engraved onto it. Um and as the rest of you are kind of doing about your business, we see Sarah Lee with her golden eyes poring over books and examining this skull. Um, and she kind of is looking at it. Shadow Briar, Shadow Briar. Hmm. Curious. Uh, and then as she kind of turns to like look at some of the other books and pull information down, we just see like a faint green glow in the eye sockets of this deer skull uh, just kind of pulse for a moment and then die down. And then Sarah Lee turns back with the books and you can see that she's now going through a list of um, uh, known uh, known enemies of Cormier. And she's kind of going through this list of historical foes and beasts and monsters uh, looking through it. Um, and I think that's where we'll finish up today uh, and do some shout outs. It's a little bit early, Ooh, but I, was, I like ending on a cool cliffhanger. That was so much good stuff. There was so much. So my favorite thing about all of this is Nate sent me an idea for his unit. And I was like, that's really cool. And then just before the stream, I was like, Nate, would mm -hmm. this person know you by this name? And he was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a great moment where like, it was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. um, really good yeah great episode guys really cool lovely lovely rp all round i think um got a little bit of everything dude all this like fey and unseely stuff i'm super into right? it makes me want to read the dresden files again <laughs> yes well dude there's big inspirations from that as well like i, I love that summer night's one of my favorite books really good mm. um cool yeah and we uh found a lot any anything from you guys like any little bits that like you're like mm -hmm. Every time Mark introduces a new NPC, they're my favorite character. Seriously, every time. Every <laughs> time. Too many. I'm sorry, but no one beats Aaron still. It's true. Aaron is <laughs> It's true. Aaron is amazing. I love how Aaron has become this meme. He is <laughs> amazing. He's my favorite. He's my favorite character. <laughs> I also, go ahead, go, go ahead, Mark. No, no, no. no go, 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 go. I, well, I was going to say... I didn't get to talk about it last week, but I wanted to comment on how Agnes shows so much respect to King One-Eyed while she scorns the nobility of the Two-Legged. <laughs> and she's so literally curtsying in the middle of the town for this flying tressum. It's so beautiful. And everyone's like, what's she doing? Yeah. Like, oh, she's hey, kind of weird. I have a tressum army now, so yeah. it's true. It it's just so true. funny. It's, it's just such a good example of like how Agnes's like beliefs it's not that they're empty but they are very more they're more flexible than agnes lets on i think like nuanced nuanced um yeah no it's it, i was gonna say that with campaigns like this where part of a big part of it is like you unlock buildings and that means you get a new artisan or you get a new follower and stuff i it's so many more npcs than i would normally introduce but mm -hmm. i also think it's like a, a fun thing of like yeah you get like there's always somebody new to be meeting or like okay we've got this herbalist now that's a cool character we can go and visit when we want to like when we want something we can go and visit them kind of thing 
it's really they're also vibrant too like when mm-hmm. we talk about this being kind of like animal crossing dnd almost it's i really problem. feel like i understand each of those characters in their little building in our town that when i'm like okay i need to know how to make this antidote now i know where to go mm-hmm. and who to talk to and i i have an expectation for like what the role play will be like which is yeah. really really fun nice. so well, i'm glad you guys like it mm-hmm. um i will say next week we will basically we'll start next week with a brief Marcel bringing this new unit back to the barracks and we can do a bit of RP with that. And then what I'm probably going to do is spin up time and we'll go straight into traveling to Arabelle for the tournament and the ball. Um, If there is anything you want to do in that time period, which will be about like 10 in-game days, let me know in Discord and then I will factor that in ready for next week's episode. Um, I am probably not going to make our special D&D celebration canon. I have decided. (laughs) (laughs) um it will be a fun little jaunty one shot but yeah um yeah so there we it's go. an ice ice beach episode ice beach ski episode. resort it's a ski body swap resort. episode oh my god no oh, <laughs> i want to be more sally so cool <laughs> but also yes but also yes <laughs> um right should we do some shout outs yeah yeah, yeah. who wants to stop I think let's, Mark should start. You say, never let's get start to go with first. the DM. Thank you very much. I will start with me then. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for checking out Knights of Evening Star. If you would like to see me DM a little bit more, uh, well, first of all, there's uh, D&D Celebration. I'll be doing uh, the Knights of Evening Star game and also High Rollers. But you can check out my regular show, High Rollers. We stream every Thursday and Sunday. Uh, it's 8 p.m. UK time on Thursdays and 5 p.m. UK times normally on um, on High Rollers D&D is the Twitch account name. Um, also... I actually, no, I'll mention this in a couple of weeks when it's launched and stuff, but keep an eye on my Twitter for exciting new projects. Uh, it's just Sherlock underscore Humes. So I've got some cool new things coming out soon. That's it. That's it for me. I tag, I forgot I have to tag people. I, <laughs> I tag Nate. Hey, I am Nate. I have been tagged and have been, you know, hanging out, having the time, you know. Um, no, I don't really have much going on. I have a album coming out late October, but I plug yes. that every time. So nothing really new. So I'm gonna tag. Probably Shady. Nice. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Shady. And uh, I hope you guys noticed I'm wearing a Nate Wants the Battle hoodie right now. You should definitely get one yourself at some point. Doesn't get me. You might not be able to do this one, but you should get some, some Nate Wants the Battle fancy stuff. Um, sharkrobot.com slash Nate Wants to Battle. Thank you. That's what I was going to say next. Sharkrobot.com slash Nate Wants to Battle. Um, hashtag not an ad. I'm not getting paid for this spot. Not this time. But I'm hoping I will get paid for a spot sometime soon because I have made some dumb decisions in the stock market. And I might be doing a 24-hour stream at some point soon to make it up so I don't get divorced. Oh, uh, my God. Tag Mika. Wow. Uh, I, I'm Mika. I have not made as many dumb decisions in the stock market. Uh, rest in peace to Shady. Uh, can also <laughs> confirm Nate wants to battle sweatpants, the comfiest sweatpants I own right under Cantrip sweatpants. So, like, right, battle for both of those brands right there. Uh, I'm not doing much, but I have an Instagram. It's at Mika Burton. And my dog has an Instagram which is way more important than my Instagram. It's at Rini's Wild Shape. Uh, and if any of you guys are playing Monster Hunter World, please log back on because I need more help ca- killing uh, master rank monsters. That's been my life right now. Uh, please send help. My brain is now pixels. I'm tagging Anna. 
Uh, I am doing so much role playing this week. So if you like watching role play, do I have content for you? On Saturday, <laughs> we premiered the show Pawns and Patrons, which is another uniquely formatted role playing game where we're actually playing dungeon dungeon crawl classics, but we're doing it with a domain character for each player, and then each domain character has multiple pawn characters, and so it's basically a meat grinder dungeon with a themed house over all of the um, zero level characters. And it's really fun because we're only playing once a month. So um, all of the arcs are only like three episodes long and every episode is drop-in friendly. So if you haven't watched any before, you can totally hop in and still have a great time watching us create and kill characters over the span of like a half hour. Um, so the VOD of that is on my Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash if you want to check that out. And we will be playing again in mid-October. Then Thursday, I have Star Wars role-playing, where I play a Jedi Padawan who is just going through such a coming of age, um, and that's on my own channel as well. And on uh, Friday, there will be an Acquisitions Incorporated game, where if you are a Dice Camera Action fan, Evil and the Strix will be okay. together again on Acquisitions Incorporated, and I will be there to hang out with y'all and chat, and because it's pre-recorded. And then on Sunday, you will see this game, our one shot that Mark referenced. So, so much. four, five different D&D-ish things that are happening this week. So I hope you are well pleased. And my dog also has an Instagram as Poa Nona's. And okay. really our dogs are friends on Instagram. That's, That's the most important yeah. part. That's the most mm -hmm. important part. Can mm -hmm. I just say, Anna, I am so jealous of you getting to be a Jedi player in a Star Wars RPG. That is something that i desperately want so much in my life dude um, all my games are getting so emotional my my wanna... my jedi character is finally receiving training from the deceased wife jedi ghost of one of the other players and they're alone <laughs> on a mountaintop so and it's bad. like i just cry whenever i think about it oh, it's it intense so I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, that's it from us. Uh, we will see you again on Sunday and then again on Tuesday um, because it's just so much D&D. &D. It's just D&D &D all the time. Hype, Nothing but D&D. Hype 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 hype, 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 hype. We'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Take care. Bye-bye.